Good morning, Mustangs, and welcome to episode one of our podcast. To introduce this and explain kind of what we're doing, I'll start by saying Tanse and welcome. Sapwa Supanis Nisigasun. My name is Jordan Thunderchild, and uh, that's my Cree name, is Sapwa uh, Supanis. I am your Indigenous student advocate here at Mount Royal Collegiate. I am located in Innovation Station. And if you're kind of unaware where that is, it's the nice office that's right beside the calf. Um, yeah, we're connected right to the cafeteria and, you know, has a lot of TVs and everything in here. And that's, you know, that's where I'm located. Uh, this podcast that I'm creating here is to connect our community and to build our youth voices. Uh, I plan to be able to chat with some of your, the youth here at our school and to discuss some of the topics that are important to them. Joining me is our knowledge keeper <coughs> here at the school, Rick Daniels. Hello, Rick. Good day, Jordan. How are you doing, everybody? My name is Rick Daniels, and I'm a traditional knowledge keeper, and I, too, am situated here at the Innovation Center, or just across the room from uh, Jordan, and uh, we'll be. this is my first time with a podcast, so I'm looking forward to uh, learning about this. Awesome. Part of our jobs here are to support the youth. And I know COVID has kind of been hard with everybody. And, you know, both uh, Rick and I have been wanting to meet a lot of you. And we've met with, uh, you know, a few youth. But, you know, I know there's lots out there that we still kind of want to connect with. One thing that uh, you have been doing here, Rick, is uh, creating, you know, some of the videos that we have to share in class. Any comments on those? We've had, uh, yes, (coughs) we've had... uh, a few uh, videos out there. Uh, today we put out one for patients and uh, some on residential school and overviews of indigenous cultures. And uh, so it's it, discussions of uh, different types of topics is welcome if you have any ideas. I think uh, one of the m- things that I would like to see is, uh, you know, as indigenous people, uh, we have our culture that we're proud of and we like to share it with other people. And uh, Mount Royal is uh, very, very multicultural. And as we talk with uh, some of our students here, as uh, we do these podcasts, I would uh, sure like to see some of our students, uh, you know, come in and uh, share their culture with us and, you know, find the similarities because all too many times, it doesn't matter from what part of the world you're at uh, or you're from, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of similarities in our cultures and in our practices. And uh, that's something I think we should, uh, you know, look at and, uh, teach each other yeah awesome yeah and we're always looking for you know a lot of uh, recommendations and things that we can do to help a lot of our youth here right and it feels kind of like we're held back a lot by a lot of these things that are going on right especially with covid so because we kind of like did you know release a video teaching on patience i think we should do a little cree lesson that kind of help out some of our, our youth with, you know, their language and something that might be fun here. Uh, so I have a book that here that is called 100 Days of Cree and is written by Neil McLeod. He actually worked with my dad and he was a, one of my professors in university. He did this book based off of a lot of Facebook posts that he started doing, posting a lot of Cree lessons on his personal Facebook. And he kind of thought it was be a good idea to release these things and, you know, teach others about their language. And, you know, language is a huge part of our culture, right? And, you know, I'm still learning myself. So I think I, yeah, I gave you the book over there. So any comments uh, before we get into this? 
Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, just seeing his book uh, that you had, uh, and the name, uh, Neil McLeod, and I just uh, kind of took a look at this book here and realized that he's the grandson of the late uh, Ida McLeod. And uh, Ida McLeod and uh, Frida Henneke were probably the pioneers of uh, linguistics. They were the ones who really uh, put, uh, you know, learning your language back on the map oh, many, many years ago. And they're very instrumental in uh, being the ones that started this movement. And uh, you know, a lot of young people are now uh, taking uh, over and doing that. And kudos to Neil here for uh, carrying on his grandmother's work. It's uh, it's, it's awesome. So uh, since you had the book over there, let's, let's get you to can I ask you to read the first chapter that we have on there. I believe it's about working together for this one for day one. Yeah, this is the uh, intro into the. Uh, we're uh, working day one here. We're uh, working together, and it says there uh, one of the key things about learning a language is that people assist each other in the process. Unfortunately, there have been many ruptures and breaks in the threads of our language through time, residential schools, collective trauma, and the influence of television and mass communication. Some of us no longer have grandparents. Who can guide us in the process of learning language and stories? We need the stories and philosophy to drive and fuel our understanding of the language. It is by a collective effort that you can bring the power of the echo of the voices of the old ones and the old stories into the contemporary age. As such, the theme for day one is working together, and the words below provide some vocabulary for that process. Okay, and the first word here that's uh, that we'll use for today is uh, uh, it's wichitok, okay? Wichitok, that's uh, helping one another in all process of life. Wichitok, yeah, and like when it comes to language, I think that this is a huge thing that we need to learn as both you know people who are learning the language and people who are teaching it as well, right? Because um, there's been a lot of times where, you know, I've been trying to learn, learn Cree on my own and sometimes I get a little shy, right? And I think there's a lot of people who kind of fall into that and they, they kind of get shy too and they don't want to say something in Cree because there's that risk of making a mistake and maybe uh, saying it wrong and it meaning something else. But that's how we learn, right? That's it. That's, that's, that's something I, I'm still, I'm still at, uh, you know, amazed at some of the words that even, uh, as a, an old person that, you know, some of them I haven't even heard before, but because of all this, uh, what's happening nowadays with uh, learning Cree, and I, like I too, sometimes I, I carry dictionaries with me because sometimes, you know, I just don't understand uh, the words that are uh, out there. But, uh, you know, I as far as, uh, you know, wanting to learn, that's something that, uh, it's normal, you know, uh, you're not going to pick it up right off the bat. You're going to mispronounce. You're going to, uh, like I said, I still mispronounce some words. And the thing is that is that's where we cheat doing comes in. And that's where you help each other. And uh, a lot of times people uh, tend to, you know, laugh, make fun of people that are trying to learn, uh, especially Cree. And that's that's not what you do. It's, uh, you know, you just, there's patience. You got to be patient with the, uh, with new learners and the ones that want to learn their language. And, you know, that's the only way they're going to learn is they have some assistance, some wichito and some help and uh, not to give up and 
you know, it's it's a great thing to have a second language of yours. Yeah, and like it's not being scared to speak your own language at that same time too, because even I've noticed uh, some people who were speaking for like years and their entire life, they still they're still learning as well, right? Because there's a lot of di- even dialects between them. You gotta yeah. learn new dialects. It might mean something else. So if you say it a little bit different, right? Um, for example, my great 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 grandfather, uh, Chief Thunderchild, before he was called Chief Thunderchild, his uh, original name was Capitigo, uh, right? But the way that they were pronouncing it when uh, set, like a lot of settlers were coming to Saskatchewan, they were pronouncing it in a way where it kind of meant like curling up almost, fetal position. But the way it was meant to be said, it meant it meant something else, right? You know, it's it's really difficult, especially with the Cree language, because yeah, and that's the thing with uh, learning a language. Uh, you know, Cree. Let's let's just say Cree. Yeah, we do have uh, five dialects in Cree. You know, and uh, we have like the Y dialect, the TH, the N dialect, and Saskatchewan, and then we go into the Manitoba and uh, Northern Ontario, where we have the L and the R dialect. And, uh, you know, and because there are so many different dialects uh, and because nowadays, too, there's people uh, moving around so much, you know, they they say they may come from north and into the Y dialect territory and still, you know, use their, and it's good. You know, you, you still understand them. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, that's the thing. It's just got to learn to accept everything like that. And, uh, and even uh, different languages sometimes can be... Uh, like uh, Soto, I had a lot of Soto friends that, uh, you know, they talk Soto and, and I can understand what they're talking about. The similarities between Cree and Soto are so close that, you know, I knew what the, exactly what they were talking about. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's just that uh, movement of uh, our people so much that, you know, different dialects coming into play and uh, sometimes it may confuse you or, you know, but uh, that's where, you know, you just got to be consistent with uh what you're learning and uh, not to give up and uh, you know it's uh, it'll all come together like I said it it's not uh, going to happen overnight this could take a long time to uh, you know to finally to where you can feel comfortable enough to you know use it in daily conversations and that's the best time to uh, to do that is you know with your friends your family is just to you know talk talk the language and that's how you learn yeah it's just and like again this book that we're uh using is called 100 days of cree and i would recommend it you know if you're interested in picking up a book uh learning a new language uh it's by neil mcleod and you know in today's society too uh we have a lot of ways that we were able to learn right so and one of the ways i'm just going to give a quick shout out this is uh uh, my brother-in-law, Simon Bird, he started a Facebook page called Cree Simon Says. And, you know, I got to help him out with, like, a Cree bingo one time with it, too, where, you know, um, basically all I did was, uh, you know, make the bingo cards for him. But I got to help out a little bit. And his page is another great way to learn Cree if you're kind of not into, you know, um, sitting around reading. Uh, he does a lot of things that are, you know, more contemporary, more... He tries to keep things up to date to keep our youth interested. And I did just email you the video for it there, Rick. 
Um, I'll play the sounds from one of the videos here. This video can actually be found on YouTube. And if you're ever looking for it, it's just called Cree Simon Says. Uh, you can follow him on Facebook as well. Great way and great resource for uh, uh, looking to learn Cree. I'll, I'll play the audio for the video just so you kind of get a hint of like what's going on and how he's trying to teach Cree. Uh, this just to give you an idea, this is from a old Bruce Lee video that he actually dubbed over and he put subtitles in Cree on. Just like Kokum used to make them. Yeah, Mispagasak means ribs. Yep, I think Cree lessons are about to start. <laughs> that's not that's not how you teach Cree. Kiam, that's our gang, the Kiam gang, and that's just the way we teach Cree. Kiam Cree. Astamangal, which is none. Uh, so that's a little clip from one of uh, one of the videos that he makes, and he does do a lot of things around, you know, the word kiam, which um, you know, I'll let you explain what kiam means there, Rick. Yeah, well, uh, kiam is just uh, it's just kind of a off, you know, never mind. It doesn't have one solid meaning, you know. When somebody, you know, you say kiam, you know, it just mean forget it or you know, never mind, and it's uh, it's quite a popular word actually. And uh, I was fortunate enough to have uh, met uh, Simon Bird and actually Solomon Ratu and uh, Dennis McLeod, who uh, uh, specializes and teaches in syllabics at a conference. I and uh, so it, it was a great day that day. And uh, so no, yeah, Simon Bird is I I, I follow him quite a bit. I. I'm still learning from him too. So, you know, that's the thing. You, you know, you, uh, you, you're never too old to learn. I'll tell you that. And, uh, Simon, uh, has a way about it. You know, he, and he uses like, uh, Jordan said, he uses comedy. You know, he, he makes fun. He laughs and he doesn't make fun and laugh at other people, but he, what he says and how he says it is, uh, very, very comical. And, uh, that's a part of our culture. You know, humor is a big part of our culture and, and a good way to learn too so kudos to simon there for what he does yeah and um you know he's always constantly doing all these videos and posting things on facebook and he kind of got me into saying it a, quite a bit too you know every time especially when i golf right it's always like ah kiam. especially you know you hook it off to the to the right goes into the bush wife looks at me kiam. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it's a pretty uh, popular word. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Right. So, well, it's been great to chat with you, Rick. I'm looking forward to growing this channel. Um, is there anything you would like to say before we kind of end things off here? Well, yeah. It, um, you know, it's uh, this is the like first time I'm I'm doing this, and first time I've actually really uh, seen it in progress or what it's about, and uh, and it's it's fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing a few of these and. You know, of course, I'm going to be more prepared, and we'll, uh, you know, and as we 
do these uh, podcasts and uh, and start working with the students here at Mount Royal. It's uh, I think it's going to be awesome, and I think it's something that uh, the students are going to enjoy too. You know, especially this time of, of you know our lives where this pandemic is. Uh, Kind of put a downer on everything, and I think uh, students could, you know, get some fun out of this, and the staff too. So, uh, yeah, this is a awesome idea. I'm loving it. Thank you again, Rick, and to all the Mustangs, keep those masks up and stay safe. Uh, this again is your student advocate Jordan Thunderchild and your traditional knowledge keeper Rick Daniels signing things off. And just because we don't have a word for uh, goodbye in Cree, because you know we don't think of things in that way right we uh it's always like you know see you next time or we never believe that you're never going to see somebody ever again because you don't know that right yeah. so in Cree, our uh the way we we say see you later again is uh mustas right yeah. mustas or else keep warm yeah. some other time <laughs>